Okay, well, I'm absolutely delighted to have on the line my good chum, Les Ray, from our very own Strummers and Dreamers here on Cambridge 105. Uh, Les, very good afternoon to you. And to you too, Neil. Great to see you. Great to hear you. Yeah, it's great to catch up. Well done, well done. I mean, the, the reason I've got you on is there's a Red Velvet gig coming up. There's been a few Red Velvet gigs over the years. In fact, by your own reckoning, 200 gigs now? That's right, 200 gigs. Yes, we're celebrating the event on Saturday, the 22nd, at the Golden Hind, which is our spiritual home, if you like. Uh, we've done many great gigs there over the years. And one thing that I've discovered is that n- not all bands actually make a note of how many gigs they perform. Oh. Maybe, maybe that's just me, and I'm a bit like that, very meticulous. But yeah, so uh, as we were approaching 200, I thought, oh, yeah, that's, just, that's quite a landmark. We should celebrate it in some way. Absolutely, absolutely. So cast your mind back then for those of us. Well, you started off as a duo, didn't you, yourself and Deirdre? How did, it, how did the, the story of Red Velvet unfold? How did it all begin? Well, we actually, we were a trio, first of all. And uh, we weren't Red Velvet. This is maybe a part of the story you didn't know, but uh, Deirdre and I met at a at party back in 2009, 2008, 2009. Uh, and we just got, I took my guitar along as I want to do sometimes to parties. And, and uh, so we met, we got chatting and, and played a few songs. We discovered that we both liked Van Morrison, for example. And at that same party, there was a, a Scottish guy called Craig. And the three of us were just kind of thinking, well, can we do that? let's make some music together. So we started rehearsing and formed a band which we called Street Streamers, which uh, I think is a good name, but a very difficult, bit of a tongue twister. Yes. yes, I'm glad you're not called that, if I'm honest. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we we played a few gigs as Street Screamers and then Craig decided to leave, leave the trio because he didn't have time for it. He was uh, travelling around for his work. And so then we, uh, we, we were a duo. And yeah, we thought we'll, we'll ditch this name. And uh, I came up with Red Velvet because we were doing songs with a bit of a political edge coming from, from the left, and that's the red bit, and songs of the heart, shall we say, uh, romantic songs, and that's the velvet bit. And so the name of the band encapsulates what we're all about. Sounds brilliant. Um, How did the yeah. others move? You, you then sort of decided you were going to become a band, though, again? Um. Well, we just kind of uh, circumstances, really. We, we started gigging around as a duo and playing open mics and things. And uh, and you just kind of, uh, when you're on the folk scene in Cambridge, just other people come into your orbit, really. Mm. And uh, a, a friend of mine, Howard Roscoe, who I'd known for many years, uh, was involved with Cambridge Folk Club doing the sound there. A very good harmonica player. Uh, and he kind of guested on a, at a couple of gigs just because he happened to be there. And then he became a more permanent member and then at a certain point he moved to the USA. So that was the end of him, his presence in the band. And we were a four piece for a while, around about 2013. Uh, we had uh, Banjo Nick, who you may have encountered. Yeah, yeah. Musks a lot around Cambridge. Mm-hmm. He was in the band. And, and Farah Afifi, a very good uh, fiddle and viola player. And as a four piece, we played Cambridge Folk Festival that year. Which is, is that? Does, I mean, that you, you just say that with 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 just sort of gen, your general grace and understatement, but that that must be a huge thing to do. It was a very big deal indeed. Yes. And I, was, I was terrified, but but we got through. We were playing in the club tent, so it wasn't one of the really big big stages. But nonetheless, it was a couple of hundred people, and uh, it was a huge burst. And yeah, that was the biggest gig that we'd done up to that point, certainly. 
Um, and yeah, people came and people went. Over the years, we've had, I think, 13 different members of the band. Wow. But the current band is a five piece, which is composed of Deirdre and me, of course. And we have um, Colin Smith, who joined us as a drummer. And he was the, the, the kind of the, the earliest addition to this, this current five piece. Mm -hmm. And we were recording the album Heart and Soul in 2018. And we invited along uh, Gene Thunderbolt, who's uh, Eugene McCarthy is his, is his actual name. And uh, his, his art name is Gene Thunderbolt, who's a very fine keyboard player and, and electric guitarist. And he's a real asset to the band. And the final addition to the band was Mike Uden, who plays bass and mandolin. And that really gives you quite a lot of flexibility. We, you always say it like, plays, plays this and that, plays this and that. And that really, that means you're a five-piece, but in effect, you can be an eight or a nine-piece if everybody multi-tracks and does stuff like that on an album. You've, you've really got quite a band there, haven't you? Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of, when I'm writing music, when I'm thinking about something in my head, I have an arrangement in terms of the kind of instruments I'd like to play. So it's great if, if there's someone in the band that can do it. Yeah. And we're in that position where we're quite flexible, yeah. And you've got quite a body of work behind you now as well. When you look back at the albums and the EPs and everything, it's, it's, it's quite, this is all really quite a landmark achievement, isn't it? That's right, yeah. And uh, we love going into the studio. Deirdre in particular just thrives when she's, uh, when she's singing to a, to a mic in the studio. And uh, yeah, yeah we've, we've, we've recorded lots of stuff over the years. We've got some new material. We can't wait to get in the studio and record. Because our latest EP came out 2020. Perfect timing. You know, it was ready just when COVID hit. So. Oh, thank goodness. At least you got something in the can by then. It's not like everybody else who was saying we'd written all the songs, but we couldn't get into the studios. That was their trouble, wasn't it? <laughs> That's true, yeah. Now, we had the album ready, but we couldn't actually perform it. So, you know, COVID came and went, and uh, then we basically had to start re rehearsing again to, re to kind of get used to performing live again. Excellent, excellent. All right, so talk us through Saturday's gig then. This is one heck of a celebration. Are you going to choose which songs you're going to play? How's it? Is it going to be representative of the growth, or are you just going to roll out all the new stuff? Well, um, I thought the best way to do it would be just to do it chronologically, uh, to to play the songs as as they've been written and as they've been performed, really. So uh, so we start off with a couple of songs with just Deirdre and me, kind of uh, reminding of the way we began, basically, when we were doing covers. And then the third song in, the first of my compositions, which is called Manifesto, because I'd, I'd been writing songs for years, since yeah. way back in the 1980s when I was living in Italy, but they hardly ever saw the light of day. Ah. And then after we'd started playing lots of covers, you know, we're talking, well, we should do our own material. And Deirdre said, you got any songs? Have I got any songs? <laughs> Let me go up in my loft. <laughs> Brilliant. And, and, uh, and we started playing. And that was, yeah, 20, 2012, something like that. And, and then, yeah, we went through the kind of chronology of, of which tracks were on which albums and so on. Sounds fantastic. And we're going to finish off with a couple of songs that haven't been, haven't, are not on any albums yet. So they're going to be new to our audience. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so this is on Saturday evening at the Golden Hind. Doors open at 7.30, and even better, it's free to get in. Absolutely, yeah, and there'll be nibbles. So uh, so finger food for people to eat, and we're even thinking of offering a glass of Prosecco. 
to our guests. Well, that's the least, you know, that's the least, it's a fantastic achievement. At least you've made, as you say, good for you for making a note of how many gigs you've done. But to do 200 gigs is no mean feat. Uh, And of course, you've got Strummers and Dreamers coming up tonight, Les, as well. So you've got a busy week. What's coming up on the programme tonight? Well, tonight's show is, uh, they're all a bit special, but I think this is quite a special one. Um, We've got uh, MP Clark, who is a a singer-songwriter who was originally kind of um, involved in punk bands in the 19, uh, late 70s and 80s and things like that. He's been a solo performer for uh, for about a decade or so now. And 10 years ago, he uh, he released an album, which is called The Clark's Tale, which is um, a kind of a, a, a suite of songs based on his travels from London to Canterbury, Canterbury following the, the route of, um, of the of the Canterbury Tales. All right. And uh, I think it's a really intriguing album. He's, he's done a, a, a remixed version and just released that, which is why I'm showcasing it on the show. And I find it uh, I find it a fascinating concept. And he's a really engaging. Because the CD showcase is something that I came up with as a format during lockdown, when you couldn't get uh, performers into the studio to yeah. perform live. So I get them to, to play three tracks from their, their most recent album and introduce the tracks with, with a, a little, a few words. Plus they introduce the album in, in general terms. And when you're not asking questions, you just let people talk about their music and they, sometimes they just flourish. You know, they, and plus they say exactly what they want to say. And MP Clark is, uh, talks about the, the whole experience of, uh, of the pilgrimage in, you know, in really engaging terms. Oh. And I'm, I've got an interest in pilgrimages, not that I've actually done any, but I've translated several books on the subject in my day job as a translator. So uh, Amazing, amazing. All right, well, that's Strummers, <laughs> Strummers and Dreamers tonight with MP Clark, Red Velvet and guests at the Golden Hind on Saturday. Uh, we're going to take a break for uh, the ads. I'll let you get on now, Les, but give us a track to, uh, to play after the ads. Well, the track that uh, I'd like you to play is from our most recent EP. The EP's called If Hawks Were Doves, and we released it, yeah, 2020, uh, just before lockdown hit. And uh, it's the single from the album. It's called uh, The Last Thing We Need Is Another Love Song. Fantastic. All right, well, we'll play that after the ads. Les, it's always good to catch up with you. So good. Love to Deirdre and everybody in the band. Have a great time on Saturday night. Well done on 200 gigs. So you're almost at the halfway mark, really, now. Or, or, or <laughs> another 200 to go, something like that, you know? Yeah, so I'll be in touch again when we get 500, number 500 there. That sounds like a deal. We'll speak to you soon. Les Ray, thanks so much indeed for joining me today. My pleasure, Neil.